Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 127 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host. I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back again with another episode. This will be the 2020 NFL Draft Preview. Uh, yeah, man, it's that time of year. It's that time of year, man. We get ready to have a new generation of stars born into the National Football League. I'm very, very excited to give you guys this draft preview. Uh, in this episode, this will entail uh, maybe potential bus sleepers and a brief mock draft and you know prospects that i'm enamored with but i'm not here by myself i'm here as promised the other night i'm back and i'm here with the 14 year old phenom bink so bink what's going on man nothing much i mean i've been out of school because of covid19 mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a weird time but this is also my favorite time of year absolutely absolutely man so before we hop into um all this draft stuff we had a big trade yesterday, man. A big surprising trade, too. It was Rob Gronkowski being traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As we all know, uh, Rob Gronkowski was not playing football last year. He was doing stuff, uh, you know, a lot of TV stuff, uh, some WWE stuff. But he is now back, and he is reunited with his quarterback, Tom Brady. Uh, so what were your initial thoughts on this trade? Um, before before you go, uh, the compensation was the Buccaneers giving up a fourth-round pick, and in exchange, they received Rob Gronkowski in a seventh-round pick. But what were your thoughts on this, man? I thought it was very interesting. I didn't think Gronk was going to come back to the NFL, and I knew if he did, he wasn't going to catch passes from any other quarterback other than Tom mm-hmm. Brady. But I think this is a good trade for the Patriots because they don't have a second round pick. And I think they're honestly, I think they're going to trade back in the first round. I think they want to stockpile picks to fill a bunch more needs. Yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that. Um, So, yeah, it's not like Gronk was going to be playing for the Patriots anyway. So, I mean, they did pick up a fourth round pick. Uh, Patriots are usually good in the draft, you know, as far as. You know, accumulating assets, and they do that again. Uh, for the Buccaneers, though, man, I think this is really good. Um, not really good if you're OJ Howard, though. He might be on the move, but this just adds to the offense that they already have. They add to the weapons, the Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Um, you know, Ronald Jones is, is still there. I don't know if they're gonna upgrade that position at running back, but um, you know, Gronk and Brady reunited, man. The NFC South is going to be a very, very interesting division. And the NFC as a whole is always very, very interesting. Yeah. So let's move on, man. Let's move on to this draft, man. Uh, to, I'm re- recording on Wednesday, um, April the 22nd. The draft is tomorrow, um, April 23rd. So I will drop this episode tomorrow for you guys, tomorrow during the day. So you guys can catch up and hear everything we got planned. Um, but I want to get into your mock draft, Bink. I usually like to stay away from mock drafts. I honestly only did one mock draft in my entire life. I believe I was in middle school. And uh, I'm pretty sure it didn't go well. Like These things are just so hard to predict. There's always so much movement in the draft. You can never really get a perfect mock draft. Like Even shakeups happen in the top 10 you know, on a, on a yearly basis just about. But I want to get into your top 10. Uh, mock draft and then uh, I want to get into some interesting teams that you have making some selections so go ahead and give me your first top 10 and then we'll hop into the other teams 
So one and two, I don't think need much explanation. I won the Bengals selecting Joe Burrow, who just came across my phone that they promised him he will be the number one selection. Mm-hmm. And two, I had Chase Young. Again, I don't think it needs much explanation. The Redskins don't necessarily need Chase Young, but he's the best player in the draft class. Generational talent. Only mm-hmm. if you pass on the generational talent is if you have a quarterback need. Right. So at three, I know the Lions are looking to trade back, but you, but when you look at teams wanting to trade up, I think the Jaguars trading up is more of a smokescreen. And other mm-hmm. teams that probably want to trade up, it might be too rich for them, like the Falcons, the Broncos, or the Eagles. Yeah. So it takes two to tango. So I have them sticking and picking, and I have them picking Jeff Akula, cornerback okay. Ohio State. I think the Ohio State University. Okay. I think um, Matt Virginia, he comes from that Patriots system, so I think he thinks he needs a number one shutdown corner. I don't necessarily think Jeff Okuda should be the pick. I think they should pick Isaiah Simmons because he's the second best defensive player in the draft, and you could also play him anywhere. But we see teams are scared of like players like Isaiah Simmons because they play multiple positions. They don't know where to play him at. You can look at guys like Derwin James or Mika Fitzpatrick, or if we're really digging, you can look at Jabril Peppers or Miles Jack. Tyron Matthew, too. Tyron Matthew. The way they fall in the draft. I don't have Isaiah Simmons falling far, but I have him falling a little bit. Okay. All right, so what we got? What we got for four? At four, again, Giants looking to trade back. It seems like every team in the top ten is looking to trade back. But Dave got him and never trades back. So I have mm-hmm. them sticking. And I've been picking Tristan Ward's offensive tackle, Iowa. If I was them, again, I would pick Isaiah Simmons. But I don't think they will just because they're scared of players like that. And they need an offensive tackle. Your best two players are Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And how are they going to do anything without any protection? Good point. At five, this is one of the big turning points in the draft. I have the Dolphins taking Jedrick Wills offensive tackle Alabama. I think Tua's injury is a little scary. And you'll see where I have Tua falling. I still have him in my top 10. But I think his injury is a little scary to the Dolphins. And I think they could fill a need in the offensive tackle. They traded Laramie Tunsil. They got Eric Flowers on a deal that I think should have been a little lower. And we're talking money-wise. But I have them selecting Jedrick Wills at 5. At six, Chargers may be looking to trade up in the draft to guarantee they get their quarterback, but I've been sticking at six and taking Justin Herbert, quarterback, Oregon. Like, you know, I don't really like Justin Herbert, but but with the Chargers, all of their injuries that they have on their team and their love of injuries, I just think they need to get a quarterback who didn't really have many injury concerns. That's why I have them picking Herbert over Tua. At seven, I the Panthers taking Isaiah Simmons. Mm. Linebacker, safety, football player from Clemson. Ironically, the Panthers being in Carolina, they haven't taken a Clemson player yet. And they might be in the market for Trevor Lawrence next year. And I don't think Isaiah Simmons filled the Luke Keekley role, who retired this offseason. Mm-hmm. At eight, another team that wants to trade down in the Arizona Cardinals. But with the Cardinals situation, I don't think they would want to trade down to, like, 16 because maybe mm-hmm. all the offensive tackles are gone there or even 21 to the Eagles. 
I've been sticking and taking Makai Becton offensive tackle Louisville, who might have a red flag because of diluted sample, but I don't yeah. think he falls very far. And right, if he right. and with the upside he has, if he can keep his weight where it is, he can be one of the best tackles we've ever seen. Ever but seen, I mean, huh? <laughs> yeah, better than Tyron Smith, definitely. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. All right, what's next? At nine, I do have a trade. I have Jacksonville trading down, and I have Atlanta trading up. Who says they want to? They want to trade into the top five. I don't know how doable that would be, just because they they have picks in this draft, but they don't have multiple picks in this draft. If you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But I can see them trading up to nine. The Jaguars want to stockpile picks to fill more needs, and at nine, out the Falcons taking Derek. Brown, defensive tackle Auburn. I think this is the farthest he falls around nine. The Jaguars aren't a Derrick Brown away from getting back to the AFC Championship game. They're multiple pieces away. That's why I have them trading back, stockpiling more picks. But Atlanta, they might be two to three pieces away. It's hard to get out of that NFC South, but they might be two or three pieces away from winning their division. And if you win the NFC South, that is a hard division to win, and that means you're over teams like the Saints in Tampa Bay. I think mm-hmm. Brown would help that. I think he brings some interior pressure to guys like Drew Brees and Tom Brady, who aren't really as mobile. Mm-hmm. Even though he's barely my D-tackle one, I like Derrick Brown, but I think there's another defensive tackle in this class who can challenge him for defensive tackle one. And okay. at 10, I have another trade. I have the Brown trading back because they're, you know, their new GM, I think his name is Andrew Barry, he's very analytics-based, and analytics sells you to trade back out of this spot. And okay, the team I, the And the team I have trading up is the Dolphins at 18. And I think you know who this pick is. I think they get Jedrick Wills' teammate from Alabama, Tua Tungavailoa, quarterback, Alabama. I think if he falls to 10, this is the part where you start seeing teams trade up and you might be mm-hmm. like if you're in love with him why don't you take him at five i mean this is the reason because if the chargers take herbert i think seven eight and nine if the only other team is the jaguars that probably would take a quarterback that early right okay and, then you get All two right. and jadrick wills which would be a great pairing for the future okay so real quick uh just list off your top 10 real quick one, Joe Burrow. Two, Chase Young. Three, Jeff Okuda. Four, Tristan Wars. Five, Jedrick Wills. Six, Justin Herbert. Seven, Isaiah Simmons. Eight, Makai Becton. Nine, Derek Brown, but that's a trade to the Falcons. And ten, Tua, but that's a trade to the Dolphins. Okay, okay. So, uh, I'm hearing a lot of things, man. I heard, I don't know if it's smokescreen or not. I heard that the Dolphins like Justin Herbert over to, I'm just hearing a lot of things, but I have a question before I ask you about a few other teams. Do you think there's a chance that somebody trades up and a receiver goes in the top 10? I think that would, I think that can happen. That would be very interesting though. Cause mm-hmm. like, if you see the teams that probably would trade up for a receiver, You'll be moving back to 15 for, well, I guess if it's the Cardinals, if you trade up to 8 or 9, that's not that bad. Because the Broncos yeah. might trade up, the Raiders might trade up, San Francisco, they can't afford to trade up. Or the Jets even might trade up at 11. 
Right, right. Yeah, those are those are teams I was thinking about. They could possibly do it just in case, you know, they want to get insurance and make sure they get their guy. Uh, a few teams I wanted to ask you about. Um, who do you have your Dallas Cowboys team taking? Uh, who do you have them selecting? So the way I have the board evening out, I have been selecting Javon Kenlaw, the defensive tackle from South Carolina. He very well might not be here at this pick at all. But mm-hmm. And that's Javon, 17, right? Yes. Okay. But Ken Law, unlike Derrick Brown, you get more of an interior defensive interior defensive pass rush from him rather mm-hmm. than Derrick Brown, who more pushes the pocket and eats up blocks. And I think he'll be good around, you know, our guys like Demarcus Lawrence. You got Alden Smith. I don't know if Randy Gregory's actually coming back or not. David Irving implied for reinstatement. I don't know how good that would be. But we do need another defensive lineman, and if we could get Javon Kenlaw. That would be a great get for the Cowboys. For sure. Um, who do you have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting? This is a team I know that could use wide receivers. Um, who do you have them selecting, man? What do you have them doing? Like I said, I think I like the Eagles trading up in this draft, and I found a partner for them. So the way I have 11 and 12 and 13 going, I have all teams staying, but only have two of them taking receivers which is the um, Raiders and the 49ers taking CeeDee Lamb and Henry Ruggs, respectively. And now that all the tackles will be off the board for the Buccaneers, I have them trading back, and the Eagles trading, I'm selecting Jerry Judy, wide receiver Alabama. Do I want this to happen? No. But it no. is. <laughs> but I feel like this can actually, this is a trade that probably could actually happen. Okay. Um, another team. Who do you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selecting? So like I said, I had Tampa Bay trading back. And then at that point, I have tackled Josh Jones going from Houston, going to Tampa Bay. He's okay, more of okay. a project guy, but I think they can groom him into protecting Tom Brady. For sure, for sure. That's a team that definitely needs some help up front. Uh, who do you have uh, the Green Bay Packers taking? I've, I've heard some things, you know, maybe Jordan Love for the future. Um, they do need a receiver as well um, to complement Devontae Adams. What do you have the Green Bay Packers doing? So I have Jordan Love gone by now to another team. But okay. for the Packers, I've been taking wide receiver Denzel Mims out of Baylor. I think he'll be a great compliment to um Devontae Adams. But I think another receiver they could take is possibly Jalen Rager from TCU. Okay, okay. That's interesting. I could see that too. Um, who's another team? I wanna go. I want to go 49ers and then I want to go Chiefs, the two teams that made the Super Bowl last year. I know the 49ers have picked 13 and picked 31, and the Chiefs obviously have picked 32. What do you have those two teams doing? So with the 49ers' first selection at 13, I've been taking Henry Rocks the third. I feel like they've seen what Tyreek Hill did to them in the Super Bowl, and they kind of want to copy that. You have Debo Samuel, who's kind of your all-around guy. You can also run Henry Ruggs on some end rounds. And some reverses because I know Kyle Shanahan likes to get creative. Mm-hmm. And at 31, I feel like they need to trade one of these picks back. And I have them trading back with the Lions. And I have them picking up from number 35 in the second round, Christian Fulton, the cornerback from LSU. There is, I feel like there's like nine to ten good corners in this draft. And like we know the top two, Jeff Bakuda and CJ Henderson are probably going cornerback one and cornerback two. But after that, you can pencil in any guy and I could be like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, for sure. Uh, is that Chiefs, it? Or Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah. The Chiefs at 32, I couldn't really find a partner for them trading back. 
which I think they probably are going to do in the draft. I could see this being a sneaky spot for a running back, possibly J.K. Dobbins might be. J.K. Dobbins is a sneaky guy that might be the first one off the board, or even Clyde Edwards Lair because they like passing the ball at the backfield that much. But I have them taking Trevon Diggs, the cornerback from Alabama. He's mm, higher. You think he falls that far? That's what I. That's the part that I don't know because I have yeah. a lot of the corners getting scheme fits. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I could I could see a couple of things from the Chiefs, man. Maybe trading back. I know it was a rumor earlier in the week they want to trade up for Henry Ruggs. I don't see that. I don't. I just don't see how that happens. Um, I would love to see it, but I just don't. I just don't see how. I just don't. But I could see, you know, maybe Jonathan Taylor, uh, DeAndre Swift. Um, they could go corner. I know they did just lose Kendall Fuller. Uh, so we'll we'll see what the Chiefs do, man. Uh, but I really, really appreciate you on that mock draft. I want to get into prospects that you are enamored with, and then I'll do mine, and then we'll go potential bust, and then we'll get into sleepers. So just give me about three prospects that you really, really like. So I already talked about one of them. I haven't gone to the Cowboys. I really like Javon Kinlaw. I really like the upside he brings, although he can start day one and be very, very productive for you. Another player I like is Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Uh-huh, I like him. I think he can rush the passer as well as dropping back in the coverage. I really like his fit. I really like. I really think he could fit with the Ravens or the Saints with what they do. But the Cowboys had an interview with him, and if we're switching to a 3-4, I wouldn't mind taking Kenneth Murray, but I just don't think he'll be our number one need. And another player mm. I like, I pick one of the receivers. I pick Jerry Judy. I really like Jerry Judy. I feel like he's the most complete receiver in the draft. Although he had a lot of players around him that, that you had to cover, so he was getting some one-on-one looks. I just like his route running and the his speed downfield. Okay, okay, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going with the first guy I'm enamored with. Uh, I got a, I got a shout out to my guy, Mr. Chase Young. Uh, I'm I'm really really, and it's not even just because I know him as it's been well documented, but I just I probably would be riding the same wave if I didn't know him. When I look at the guy, man, you look at you just look at his ability um, mixed with his, the technique. You know, you 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 mix his freakish athleticism with technique. That's just very very scary, and that's gonna be scary for you know defenses to I mean offenses to come. Uh, this is a guy that you have to game plan for. This is a guy who can just pr- pr- you know wreck wreck your entire game. He can just he's a game wrecker. Uh, he's a can miss prospect, generational talent. Uh, I just see nothing but great things. Uh, if he goes to the Redskins, man, which, wink, wink, I think was very likely to happen. Um, from be what a I've been told, again? Uh, I don't know about that one, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, if he goes to the Redskins, which you know I'm hearing, I think that's going to be scary uh, for offensive coordinators. They're going to lose some sleep because up front. They will potentially have Montez Sweat, Ryan Kerrigan, Chase Young, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and also Matt Ioannidis, who's a very, very underrated guy. And that's just that's just D-line. That's just D-line. So that could potentially be, uh, you know, be an uh, offense's nightmare. I don't know why I can't talk today, but that could be an offense's nightmare. Um, so Chase Young is my first guy. Uh, the second guy is Henry Ruggs. Just uh, a lot of people think he's just a speed guy, but I definitely think he could run routes. 
and you know not quite like Jerry Judy, but I think he can run routes and also make contested catches. So I really really like Henry Ruggs. I'm intrigued to see where he goes, and I don't really have a third guy. I got some guys that I like. Um, I got some guys that I like. Um, I'm gonna just say those two. I'm super super enamored with. So let's hop into. Go ahead. Other guys I really like from this draft class. I like Jonathan Taylor, too. Shout out to him. I like C.J. Henderson, cornerback Florida. Jalen Johnson, a cornerback from Utah. I like Josh Uche. He's probably more of a second-round guy, but he's a linebacker from Michigan. He can do a lot of things that Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen can do, which are top-tier linebackers in his draft class. For sure. All right. Um, Let's get into maybe one or two guys that you think could be bust. So... Kind of already alluded to one, Justin Herbert. I think he can be a bust. Yes, he showed up in big games, but he was inconsistent against the mediocre teams like Cal or Arizona State. I mean, granted, Cal had Ashton Davis who ate up Justin Herbert. But Arizona State, you can't really point to one guy that could shut down a whole entire offense. And also, Oregon's coaches in the – um I forgot the bowl game it was, but it was against – ooh, I forgot who it was against. But – he threw one pass over four yards, and then everything else was under four yards for the rest of the game. Okay. Uh, and anybody else you got? And another guy, I know you like him, but I think Henry Ruggs could potentially be a bust if he goes to the wrong system. Yeah, um, me and B. Jones were talking about that. Um, he said he saw something that Henry Ruggs could be like Darius Hayward Bay. But um, I, I like Henry Ruggs, but I just think if he could, could go to the wrong system, I don't think he would be as good. I could see that. I could see that. Um, so so maybe like a John Ross, you saying? Yeah. Okay. Although John Ross, it seems like his career is going back up now with Zach Taylor as the coach. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't really know. I think I think there's I think there's multiple guys. I mean, I feel like you could point out a flaw in anybody. I think so. I don't really have guys I want to pinpoint. Uh, I think Tua, you know, with the injuries though, man. If you know the injury history continues, uh, you know, obviously that's a bust. Um, the quarterback thing is always a crapshoot. You just never really know who's gonna be it. I've never been super super high on Joe Burrow, but I don't think he's gonna be a bust. But, um, yeah, I don't really have any bus. So I want to hop into sleepers real quick. Um, I always have a big list every year, but I wanted to get um, five sleepers from you. Okay, so a sleeper. Well, I guess he's not a sleeper in terms of what round he would go on because I'm pretty sure this guy's a first-round talent. But I think he can be up there with the top three receivers, and that's Justin Jefferson, wide receiver from LSU. I really like uh-huh. Justin Jefferson. I really like his game. I think he's more than a slot receiver. He can play on the outside. He can make contested catches. He is a complete receiver, but I think he's I think he can be up there with the top four. Okay. Another guy like that, that I think is, another guy that I think is a sleeper is hmm, I really got think now. Is um Cole Komet tied in from Notre Dame. I like and that. He I probably have a second round grade on him. But I heard the Patriots are really, really interested in him. And they said they won't let another tight end prospect pass them at pick. Um, what pick they got? 23. Another sleeper I got, he's more of a second round guy, and that's Antoine Winfield Jr., safety from Minnesota. Mm, I, I like that. I think teams might pass on him because of his size. 
but he's an athletic playmaker. Another guy already alluded to him. He's Josh Josh Uche. He's he's more of a second round guy from Michigan. And my last sleeper, I want to get a running back in there. Clyde Edwards Hilaire from uh LSU. Why did I, I drew a blank? Okay, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he can he he's He's, he doesn't have downfield speed and breakaway speed, but he has enough speed to get past the first level. He can catch out of the backfield that you can do a lot and that teams do a lot in the NFL, specifically like the Chiefs or the Patriots, well, I guess. And I really like his fit in like Tampa Bay because Tom Brady likes to throw the running backs out of the backfield. I like his fit in Kansas City because he got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, who's a great play caller. Mm, okay. I like it. I like it. So I got... I have a lot of sleepers, and I'm sure you know. I'm sure you know and heard of these guys. At least, at least most of them. Uh, so I got sleepers per every position. So uh, for quarterback, my sleeper is Josh Love from San Jose State. The only really knock on him, I feel like he would be getting a lot more noise if he was taller. But he's only six foot and two hundred pounds, and he's kind of like kind of he doesn't have a big frame. Um, mm-hmm. But he, but I like him. Um, so that, that'll be my sleeper at quarterback. Uh, running back, I have Anthony McFarlane out of Maryland. I yeah. shout out to shout out to the Matha. Um, shout out to the Matha Catholic High School and shout out to Maryland. Um, but Anthony McFarlane, I think his breakaway speed um, is is why teams will take a chance on him. Um, he just has a he just has a real big burst. He averaged seven point nine yards per carry his uh, first year starting and five point four yards per carry last year. So, you know, the, the big playability is definitely there. He could be a scat back. He can also be a return specialist. So I, I like that. The only thing, the only really big concerns on him is his durability. But I definitely think he's a sleeper. Um, another I sleeper like Mc- I have. Go ahead. I like McFarlane with the Ravens. It's kind of a change of pace back. Mm, that would be, that'll be tough. That would be tough. All right. Another sleeper I have. Um is a guy you mentioned, uh, J.K. Dobbins. I feel like a lot of noise has been given to um, DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor, but J.K. Dobbins, um, he had a monster year last year, broke the record for um, most rushing yards in a season by an Ohio State player. Um, so I like J.K. Dobbins. Uh, he's a beast, man. Uh, he changed his he changed his body. Um, from last year and the year before, you know, he's able to break more tackles. He's more elusive and, um, and he's gotten a little faster, man. I really like JK Dobbins. Uh, he could do it, you know, both running the ball and receiving. So I really like JK Dobbins. I definitely think he's a sleeper. Uh, another sleeper I have is Zach Moss out of Utah. I like um, Zach Moss. Yeah. He'll, he'll be pretty good, man. Um, he was actually supposed to go to the U. He's related to Santana Moss and Sonoris Moss. He's the cousin of them. Uh, but I, I like his potential, man. He's a career 4,000-yard rusher, um, three straight years of 1,000 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns, uh, 70, 778 career touches. So I like Zach Moss. Another running back I have, this is my last running back, is A.J. Dillon out of Boston College. Yeah, he. I like him. He's pretty solid. I'm interested to see where all these guys end up. Go ahead. Now that I'm thinking about it, another running back I really like who's a sleeper, uh, Antonio Gibson out of Memphis. This was his first uh-huh. year playing running back, but he was more of a natural runner. And I just think he'll go in like the fourth or third round. I think he's just a good, good running back. 
For sure. Um, my next sleeper, we're going to run it. I mean, wide receiver, I have Michael Pittman um, out of USC. He's 6'4", man. And uh, a lot of people call him a possession receiver, but he's he's not really that, man. He's I don't know why he's really perceived that way, but I think he has a chance to be a better pro than he was a college player. Um, he had 101 catches last year, uh, 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, he, he's gotten better, you know, uh, you know, as a college player. And I think that's why I think he could be a better pro than he was a college player. Um, who's my other guy? Isaiah Coulter. I think that's how you say his name out of Rhode Island. Uh, you know, he went to Gwen Park. So that's another uh, Maryland guy I want to shout out. Um, people are really, really excited about him in the right situation. So I think he could be good. And uh, yeah, man, he's an FCS guy. But a lot of uh, NFL scouts were saying, that, you know, he should go uh, to the league. And they were high on him after the combine. So I like him. Um, my tight end, I have two. I got to go with Albert Oak. Oh, I, don't, I always mess up saying Albert his name. Oak. Yeah, they say Albert O, but I, I, got, I got the pronunciation. It's Oku Way Boonham. So Albert O is what you're going to call him in the league. Um, he's a beast, man. He ran a 4-4-9 at the combine. Uh, me and B. Jones were looking at the tape earlier this week. Looks like a Julius Thomas. Uh, that would be uh, a name I would compare him to. Yeah, on the Broncos, not the Jaguars, but uh, on the Broncos, Julius, Julius Thomas. Um, his NFL is comparing him to Mark Andrews. So those are pretty good comps, if you ask me. Um, he, he did have some injury concerns, but I look at this guy. He played the SEC. So he's playing against real defenses and linebackers and safeties that are checking him, are going to the next level. And then I got Hunter Bryant out of Washington. Um, he's more like a H. He has the height of more like a H back, but I like him. He did have some injury concerns in college, but I definitely like Hunter Bryant. That's a sleeper. Offensive line, I have Ben Barch out of St. John's, a D3 school. Um he was 6'6", 309. He put on 70 pounds of muscle in his career to move from tight end to offensive tackle. He was invited to the senior bowl, and he had a really good senior bowl. Um, moving on, we got some more linemen. We got Alex Taylor out of um, South Carolina State. We got Jack Driscoll out of Auburn. I'm sure you heard of that name before. Yep. And then uh, I'm going to go D-line. We got... McTelvin Agum out of Arkansas. There's a lot of buzz around him. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of buzz like about him. I feel like he's going to go earlier than people expect. For sure, for sure. Yeah, he's nice. He's pretty much, they say he's the third best interior uh, D-line from his own conference, but he played all four years and he, he produced all four years. So I think that's a good one. Um, For linebackers, I have a couple. I have Logan Wilson out of Wyoming. I know I don't think a lot of people heard from him, but he he's more of a hybrid guy, and uh I like him. Um, another uh, linebacker I like is Malik Harrison from Ohio State. I know a lot has been said about Chase Young and Jeff Okuda, but when I watched the tape and I watched a lot of Ohio State games, as you know, last year, uh, probably more than the average person, but Malik Harrison seemed to always be around the football outside of guys like Chase. And Jeff Okuda, uh, I've always heard Malik Harrison's name called a lot, so I like him. 
and he's more that throwback linebacker too, man. He 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 like he loves to deliver the hits, so I like him, and he can also cover a little bit too. Um, so next we got uh Wait, secondary. Can I talk about one more linebacker? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead for sure. Uh, Willie Gay Jr. out of Mississippi State. If it wasn't for him cheating on a chemistry test and him getting out of the dishonesty, <laughs> I think he would be. A, he's a first round talent that probably will go like top of the third round, maybe late second. I'm weak. All right, so uh, so secondary guys, I got a uh, Geno Stone out of Iowa. Not sure like if you heard about him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's solid right there. Um, his combine wasn't the greatest, but I would say just look at his game tape. Um, and what's that guy that got uh Chin? What's his name? Jeremy Chin. Yeah, I like him. Uh, he's a sleeper. Um, and I got some corners real quick. I you got. You know, now I'm thinking about Jeremy Chin. If the Seahawks actually pick, well, they trade back and pick, he's a guy they probably would pick because he's not their biggest knee and he's a second or third round guy that's getting a lot of buzz. For sure. All right, so corners, I got two. I got Parnell Moley out of Oklahoma. Um, I like him. He's gotten better, you know, uh, during his time at Oklahoma. And I like John Reed out of Penn State. I hate to say I like a Penn State guy, but uh, I will say uh, John Reed. He's a three-time all-time all-all-Big Ten, and uh, he had 37 pass breakups uh, at Penn State. Another and, uh, corner. Go ahead. Another corner that might be taken at the bottom of the first round or early second is Damon Arnett from Ohio State. Yes, sir. Although Jeff Okuda. He's the main guy. Damon Arnett had a lot of the first three wide receivers on him, and I like his game. Yeah, I like him too. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I just want to. I'm pretty sure me and you could list off some receivers real quick. So just real quick, I like KJ Hamler. I like yeah, Donovan Peoples Jones, KJ Hill. It's so many receivers. This been talked about as the best like receiving Devin class. Duvernay. He's a slot receiver from Texas. Mm-hmm. I like Chase uh, Claypool. Denzel Mims, Van Jefferson. So many receivers, man. Antonio Um, Gandy Golden from Liberty. Jamie Crochet from SMU. (laughs) There's just a lot of guys. So many, so many. Did we uh did we hit on everything? I think we did, man. We got your top ten. I got uh picked some other teams for you to list off for me. Uh, then we did uh, sleepers. We did bust. Uh, we covered the Tom Brady and uh, Gronk uh, teaming back up. Uh, si- since we are recording on Wednesday, I feel like some things uh, may be subject to happen. Maybe Trent Williams gets uh, on the move. I don't know. The we'll see about that. The only thing about a Trent Williams trade is that his physical has to be done before the trade if they want to trade for like a top draft. For sure. Yeah, I saw that as well. Uh, so I'm hearing some things. But we will see, in fact, what happens, man. This is uh, one of the best times of the year for sports, uh, especially for the NFL, obviously. A new generation is being born. And uh, you got anything else you want to add? Uh, uh, no, no. Well, something just came across my phone that I thought was interesting. It's just that O.J. Howard reportedly was nearly traded to the Redskins. I did see that uh, for, for Trent Williams, but the deal fell through. Uh, so that's all I got, man. Uh, real quick, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support, man. NFL Draft is right around the corner, only a day away. You guys will receive this tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
uh, for everybody that's showing the continued love and support. I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I am out. Episode number 127 is done. Peace.